This is Crash Course Podcast by Twinkle. Hello, and welcome to Crash Course, the podcast that teaches you everything you need to know about important events, people, and places from around the world. Today, we'll be learning about the Christian festival and holiday, Easter. For many of us, Easter is all about the Easter bunny, chocolate eggs, and feeling a bit sick after eating too much chocolate, and then perhaps promising yourself that you won't eat all your chocolate quite so quickly next year. But there's a lot more to this special event than just sore tummies. Today, we'll look at where all these traditions come from, why we celebrate Easter on a different day each year, and how people celebrate Easter in different parts of the world. As always, let's start with the basics and a quick reminder about what Easter actually celebrates. Okay, so basically, Easter celebrates the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, this story comes from the Bible, and that's the holy book for Christians. Essentially, the story goes that Jesus was crucified, which means he was nailed to a wooden cross by Roman soldiers. This happened on the day that's perhaps surprisingly known as Good Friday. Soon after, his body was taken down and placed in a tomb. And three days later, on the day we now know as Easter Sunday, his friends came to open the tomb and remove his body, only to find it empty, and the giant stone that had been placed to close it up rolled away to one side. Now, as things transpired, Jesus had been resurrected, meaning he'd come back to life. He didn't stay on earth, though, but instead went up to heaven. But before he left, he did get a chance to say goodbye to a few friends. This obviously is a big deal in anybody's book, and it's this miracle that we celebrate today at Easter. Okay, so we know that Easter celebrates Jesus coming back to life. Remember, that's called resurrection. But where did the name Easter come from? Ah, now, this is an interesting one. So like a lot of Christian celebrations, Easter has a few older pagan religious traditions mixed into it, and that's happened over centuries and centuries. Easter is named after one of the pagan gods, Eostra, and she was the goddess of dawn and light. Now, not everyone calls Easter Easter, though. For many people around the world, it's also known as Resurrection Sunday and Pasha in many parts of the world. Now, as you probably know, Easter falls on a different day each year. This is called a movable feast, and the reason it's movable is because the date for Easter follows the lunar or the moon cycle. Now, it's a little bit complicated, but basically, Easter is always on the first Sunday after the full moon that's on or after March 21st. Now, what that basically means is that Easter is usually in late March or early-ish April each year, with a bit of date jiggling here and there. Okay, let's get to the good stuff. Let's talk about Easter eggs. Now, the Easter egg tradition first began in ancient Mesopotamia. Today, this is a country known as Iraq. Now, a very old Christian community that used to live there saw the egg as a symbol of the empty tomb that Jesus' friends found. But rather than being made of chocolate like they are today, these ones were more likely made from birds' eggs. Oh, instead of rich decorations, they were simply dyed red, 
to symbolize the blood of Jesus. Now, for the elaborate decorations we see on Easter eggs today, we have to thank the country of Ukraine where that tradition began. And still today, the people of Ukraine are famous for their use of wax and paint to make the most marvelously decorated eggs. They call them Pashanka. Now, speaking of decorated Easter eggs, would you like to know about the most expensive Easter egg ever? Okay, so the most expensive Easter egg was not one you could eat at all. No, rather as a decoration, but a spectacular one at that. You see, this one was made by a famous Russian jeweler called Karl Fabergé, and it's only about 12 centimeters tall, and it's decorated in gold, enamel, and precious gemstones. Now, in this very special egg, every hour, an ornate rooster pops out. It flaps its wings and then nods its head three times. Now, it's so intricate that it took Fabergé a year and a half to make it, with a whole team of people helping him. Now, the last time it was sold was in 2007, and the price was $18 million. I guess whatever you do, don't drop it. So if that's the most expensive Easter egg, how about the biggest? Well, for that enormous egg, we would need to go to the tiny town of Vegreville in Canada. It's known as the Vegreville Pashanka. Remember, that's what people in Ukraine call their amazing decorated Easter eggs. Now, this one is 10 metres tall, 6 metres wide, and weighs more than 2 tonnes. Now, this absolute whopper took 12,000 hours to build and would probably take that long to eat. That's it, if you could eat it. You see, it's actually made of aluminium. But maybe that's just as well, because imagine eating two tons of chocolate. That would be one mega sugar rush. Oh, and Easter eggs haven't been made from chocolate for all that long. In fact, the first ever chocolate Easter egg was only made in 1873 by a chocolate maker called Fry in England. That's only about 150 years ago. So next time you tuck into a delicious chocolate egg, do spare a thought for all those children who were born before 1873, won't you? Those poor things. Oh, and so that's eggs. But how about the Easter Bunny? Where did that tradition come from? So the Easter Bunny tradition comes from medieval Germany. Instead of being a rabbit, it was actually the Easter hare. And instead of bringing eggs like the Easter Bunny does today, Easter hare was more like a judge who had to decide if children had been good or bad at the start of Easter. And only the good ones would get an Easter egg from its basket. So I guess if you do get an Easter egg this year, it's a sign that you've been pretty good. But keep it up, because you don't want to miss out next year. I and mean, if you ever do see the Easter Bunny, do say hello from me. But remember, he's German, so he probably won't understand you. Now, here in Australia, we celebrate Easter with Easter eggs. And hot cross buns as well, and parades, and a lot of people go to church as well. And for most of us, it's a public holiday. But Easter is not the same for everybody. So let's finish today's podcast with a quick explore of some of the more quirky and interesting Easter traditions from around the world, starting with the USA. 
At the White House, where the US President lives in Washington DC, there's an Easter egg rolling contest held every year. Children push decorated eggs through the grass with long-handled spoons, and the President is there to help anyone who's struggling. Now, in recent years, celebrities have turned up to entertain the rollers as well. So, why rolled an egg, you ask? Well, that represents rolling the stone away from the front of Jesus' tomb, of course. Now, in other parts of the USA, people play a game called egg knocking. Now, in the game, each player is given an egg, and they have to knock them together. If your egg cracks, you're out of the game. And the last person with an uncracked egg is the winner. Now, you might like to play egg knocking with your friends and family this Easter. And sorry, mums and dads, it's going to be messy. Let's head to Spain now. In Spain, people go all in for Easter, and they have traditions galore. They celebrate throughout the whole week before Easter, in fact, starting with Palm Sunday, when all the children bring palm leaves to church, and then people decorate the branches with colourful flowers. Later in the week, on Ash Wednesday, a cross from ash is drawn on people's foreheads to say sorry to God for all the bad things they've done. Now the next day, on a day called Maundy Thursday, men get dressed up as skeletons and perform a dance of death to symbolise Jesus' death. And finally, at the end of the week, there are parades featuring pasos, or thrones, which illustrate the Easter story. Oh, and there's lots of marching bands as well. And then these huge parades are followed by cloaked people who are seeking forgiveness from God. Now in Germany, and remember that's where the Easter Bunny comes from, Easter's a little less parady. There instead, Easter eggs are hung on the branches of bushes and trees to literally make Easter egg trees. And these special trees are called Osterauer Baum. Now in some other parts of Germany, Special fires are lit around sunset on Easter Saturday, and the fire must then remain lit until the morning, and many people stay up all night keeping the fire alight. Oh, and all across the country, it's illegal to dance on Good Friday as well, and this is out of respect for Christians and their beliefs. Quite strict, hey? And finally, here are a few quick-fire Easter traditions before we say goodbye today. So. In Norway, people like to celebrate Easter by reading crime novels. In Finland, Halloween comes early and children dress up as witches and wander the streets in search of treats. In Greece, you can only get red Easter eggs. In Slovakia, at Easter, boys chase girls and try to whack them with decorated with decorated sticks. And meanwhile, in neighbouring Hungary, Girls get splashed with water instead. Sound okay? Well, it's actually winter there at Easter time. That's chilly stuff. So there you have it. Your crash course on Easter is now complete. You now know the Bible story behind Easter, where the name Easter came from, why the date changes each year, the story about Easter eggs and the Easter bunny. You know all about expensive eggs and big eggs, and you know some of the weird and wonderful Easter traditions from around the world. Now that's not bad for a morning's work. I'd say you deserve an Easter egg. Uh, teacher? Teacher? Could we have some eggs, please? Thanks for joining us today at Crash Course Podcast. We hope you learn a lot, and catch you next time.